Continue. Listen to Natty News. Hello, everyone, and we're here from Natty News, the nattiest news show in the world. Today, we have a very special guest, Frank Huang, aka Ice One Cube. Frank is a YouTube legend, being one of the first large fitness creators who has been featured multiple times on the trending tab of YouTube since the late 2000s. For Pat and myself, Frank has made a huge impact from our teen years and now. As teenagers, Pat and I would work out and then watch some Ice One Cube where he would give fantastic workout tips as well as some fun content. As adults, Frank's content has evolved with us, making us look introspectively and face difficult life challenges. Due to personal reasons, Frank deleted his first YouTube channel and took time to focus on himself and his career. Recently, Frank has returned to YouTube, consistently uploading weekly episodes for about a year. His content has evolved from silly skits and lifting vlogs to deep discussions on very difficult subjects. Frank touches on incredibly sensitive topics such as failure, parental care, and morality, while continuing to bring an attitude of gratefulness and positivity to them. We are incredibly excited for this discussion with Frank, and we hope you learn as much as we did from it. In his videos, Frank talks about giving back and hoping people can gain something from them. We want to continue this message and have started a fundraising campaign for UNICEF in helping India battle COVID-19. As many of you are aware, India has been attacked by record high COVID-19 cases and with our help, we can help provide people the health care they desperately need. A link will be provided in our social media bios as well in the description of the episode if you'd be interested in donating. Thank you and have a fantastic day. All right, and we're live. All right. Well, welcome back to Natty News. This is our first video live episode. Um, and uh, today we're joined with Anwar, obviously, and a special guest, uh, Frank Juan, also known as Ice One Cube. Frank, how are you doing? <laughs> Um, I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, it's good to talk to you guys. It's good to finally meet you guys. And uh, yeah, tonight's been a crazy night, but I really appreciate having the time to talk to you guys. Oh, man. So this has been an exciting day for Pat and I, too. So, Frank, um, we've been fans for a while. Like, I think <laughs> I remember watching your videos when me and Pat were like, 13 years old, oh, like we would goodness. go to the gym, <laughs> we would go to the gym, then we'd come home, we'd watch the next Ice One Cube classic video, so like, oh, I'm man. telling you, this is like a teenage dream for me, like, man, I am just fanboying out here. <laughs> you guys are too kind, thank you so much, and that just really tells me how old I am now. <laughs> we, uh, it has been a long time. I, I think when we were first watching... Like I, I remember watching the videos where you talked about losing your hair and <laughs> and and all the phases and how you went through the spiky hair in high school. So, not oh, now. We're man. yeah. It's it's been a while, but man, we are so happy to have you on. Thank you. Yeah, and to kind of give a bit of a background to some people who might not be as familiar with the legend Ice One Cube. Um, so you kind of started your channel in like 2007, 2006, and you got some great popularity, did kind of a variety content, some skits, some workout videos, some personal vlogs, just a bit of everything at the time. And then um, something wild in like 2011, near the peak of your popularity, you decided to take a break, leave YouTube, and we can talk about that a bit. But sure. recently, you've been having this huge resurgence and recently um, <laughs> went back up to like 150,000 subscribers. So it's really awesome to see that like you're kind of <laughs> regaining this popularity and reclaiming your title as like the king <laughs> of fitness YouTube. Oh, goodness. I wouldn't call myself the king of anything, <laughs> but I appreciate the vote of confidence. And uh, it's really been... You know, it's really been very humbling. Um, I, I never really imagined that you know it would it would be this again, and I never uh, planned for it to be this. Obviously, but uh, thank you. <laughs> but, 
you, you give me too much credit, really. <laughs> oh man, I, I think I, that's I think one of the reasons we love you is just like how humble and down to earth you are throughout all of this. But <laughs> maybe to start off, let's take it back. Let's go back to the beginning. What kind of inspired? the Ice One Cube YouTube channel. What got you like interested in YouTube way back in the day and like really inspired you to start doing this? Well, I think it's, uh, I always loved making videos. Actually, if you go all the way back into high school, um, if this is before YouTube and before anybody was posting videos, you know, we used to share videos amongst our friends, friend group by uh, burning CDs. I actually found some of those CDs, you know, one of my videos where I'm, you know, talk about me being a hoarder. I have, I have these CDs that we used to just pass around and we would just burn, you know, car videos, like dancing videos, break dancing videos onto them and pass those around. And so it was really way back then that, you know, we started just making videos for ourselves. Our friends wanted to make like, you know, fight videos, ninja videos, like <laughs> choreography videos. And we did that. And then we did a lot of projects for school. And so I've always had a, had a love for just, you know, video creating. And then when YouTube came around, it was just like, hey, you know, these people are doing this interesting thing where they're posting it and other people are actually watching this content. And so, you know, I thought it'd be fun to try and uh, never really anticipated it becoming what it was. So that's how I got started. And man, that must have been a wild experience where you just kind of put these like silly videos and then you're getting like thousands of views and all these comments yeah. and all this recognition. So like... Yeah. Like, how did it kind of feel to be, like, YouTube famous, to kind of be, like, one of these e-celebrities? <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, it's funny <laughs> that you – I I don't know really what that YouTube famous uh, term title really means. I mean, I, I don't feel any different than, you know, just a regular, regular person. I, I don't consider myself anything different than a regular person. So it's funny that, you know, when I, when I first joined, how you guys, like you guys were excited to talk to me, but you know, I, it's just me. And, it, you know, I feel like I'm just talking to a bunch of friends. Like you guys are just friends that I've known for a while, you know, and you're familiar with my content and, you know, we're friends. So it doesn't really feel like any sort of, I don't know, celebrity status or anything like that. Nice. Well, and you know, we were going to jump on this later, but I think it's that idea of your YouTube community. It really feels like you tell a story to some close friends. And I think your storytelling technique and the way you bring back old stories is something that everybody loves in your channel and the oh, way you respond you. to everybody's message. Right. And, and I'm kind of curious, you know, what makes you passionate about forming this community? Because I think we can all see from everyone we interact with on the internet, you really make an effort to respond to, as many messages as you can to yes. and not yeah. just to say just thanks like you actually will give you know give feedback and and you know uh give kind words to as many people as you can so what inspires you to do that and, and what drives you now kind of in your i guess in your third stint of youtube <laughs> i think really it's uh the connection with people is really what keeps me going like i always say this to people who take the time to write me long and thoughtful comments um you know, it's actually really hard. Uh, lately, I've been doing these weekly videos, and I never thought that I would make it to, you know, a, it's, it's been a year now of weekly videos. And I remember my first or second stint uh, at you, in the YouTube uh, realm, it was really hard to even make videos, you know, once every two or three weeks. And so for me to be able to do, you know, weekly videos, it's it's really because of the viewership. It's really because of the support. Like, I... I'm just so humbled and so honored that people tune in every single week. You know, I see the same users pop up. Everybody, you know, they consistently comment, they consistently share and encourage me. And it's that encouragement that really keeps me going. That's why, you know, I, I feel like I owe it to people to respond and let them know that I see their comment and I appreciate it. And it's just, it means so much to me. It really does. Yeah. And so that's actually a really interesting thing because uh, have you heard about the whole like parasitic relationships that are created from like online creators and their viewers on like especially with like streamers and stuff where a lot of the streamers feel connected to these uh i'm not streamers a lot of these content viewers feel connected to the streamers while the streamers don't even know they exist but it seems like you you actually really know your audience <laughs> and who's in your community so it's kind of like it's very impressive that with such a large audience you can kind of keep up with those like uh relationships yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I don't know about the parasitic relationships or um, you know streamers, Twitch or whatever it might be, but at least for 
the community that I have here, I, I mean, I, I don't even call it my community. You know, I, I, it's just a bunch of friends and we may or may not have met in person yet. And we probably hopefully will one day, but you know, I really consider all of my supporters friends and they're just so good to me. And, you know, it really, it's what keeps me going every single week. There's weeks where I just like, I, I just don't have the, I don't have the strength to, to make a video this week, but then I think about a comment or I, I read some comments and remind myself why I'm doing this, you know, and, you know, there's one guy that like, you know, recently the past couple of weeks, his username is goat sheep. And every single Sunday, like at 10 o'clock, like without fail, he'll post on the previous week's video and say like video today. And like, that means so much to me, you know? And so I always look for that comment and I always tell him how much it means. So it, it's really what keeps me going. Go to, you're the MVP. You're the reason we get the <laughs> weekly frame videos. <laughs> oh man. Um. So I actually want to talk a bit about kind of like the commitment to these videos and especially with how like humble and modest you are. I remember in the very first video of your newest channel, you were talking about where have you been and coming back. And you mentioned on your first YouTube channel, you were feeling like it was difficult to stay grounded. That like with all this like sudden viewership and fame and all that, probably it, uh, you started feeling like it was getting a little too much to yourself. So now with this resurgence, how do you keep yourself grounded and keep this like humble mentality throughout all this? Yeah, it, it's definitely still a struggle. Like I have to be honest that the uh, temptation to focus on the success, the temptation to focus on the numbers that kind of led to me quitting the first channel is still there. Um, mm -hmm. But again, it goes back to the viewership. It goes back to the connection that I'm forming with people. I, I made a strong commitment to myself this time around, you know, when I started making videos. And that's why so many of my videos lately have been about my mom because I want to talk about things that really matter to me, whether or not they're popular topics or not. And so, you know, that original uh, desire to you know, track my numbers, track my growth, track my status, that that is definitely uh, still a big temptation and still there. But again, I'll just keep reminding myself week after week, like, you know, even if this doesn't get, you know, 100 views, 200 views that, you know, there are people if it just affects and helps just one person, like this would have all been worth it. And, you know, I see that in the comments. I see that in what people share. Like it, it does uh, affect people. It does change them and it does not make them, uh, you know, think about the things that they're going through and see it in a different light. And so, you know, I have to continually remind myself. I'm not saying that, you know, this is, you know, something that I've mastered already, but something I have to keep reminding myself week after week that it's not about the numbers. And it's really, really hard. Man, well, Frank, I, I, you know, obviously, you know, was a comment on the videos, but like your videos are really, really impactful. And, you know, as <laughs> like, you. you know, as both of us being young adults with, you know, admittedly aging parents, I think it's, it's education that you truly can't get anywhere else. You can't get it in college. Uh, you can't even get it from parents because, you know, no one wants to talk about this stuff. It's extremely hard. And, yeah. um, you know, Anwar, I know several several of our friends in our circles have always, like, we'll send each other's, we won't even, we don't even to really talk to each other, but I'll send them an Ice One Cube video and and we'll kind of discuss, like, how it was really thought-provoking, how it was heartfelt. And, and you know, as people who haven't dealt with these situations, you've talked about it, they're scary and we're not going to know what's coming, but you give that reassurance that when the time comes, like, we'll find the strength and that, you know, a lot of it is about that it's being okay to be, it's okay to fail because when we were younger, yeah. we looked at Ice One Cube as, you know, <laughs> our strong fitness hero. And to see that vulnerability truly, like it's, it's really, it's really changed our life. I think. Oh man, it means so much. Thank you, Pat. <laughs> that means so much to me. You're gonna make, you're gonna make me cry right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, I think like as much as I love your videos, I mean all of them, like uh, your old classic ones and these new ones. I have to say, these new ones they're hard to watch by just how much they make yourself self-reflect. Like I watched your recent one that came out today, the one about uh, your mother's, um, how she needs help with like uh, bathing and all that and you taking up that responsibility. And I actually had to pause partway through and just thinking about like, man, just the, 
difficulty of that and like would I be strong enough to be the same do the same responsibility as you and just reflecting on myself and my own growth and um, me watching it is difficult and I can just imagine how hard it is to be that open and honest on YouTube especially now with social media everyone tries to appear this perfect life but you kind of showed a brutal honesty of the hardships of life and not only with like your mother i remember watching your videos about your cars and um being like when i was 16 17 i'd be like damn look at ice one cube he has a supra look at that he's living the life and then for you to kind of take away the curtain and be like okay maybe guys that wasn't the best idea it's really amazing but how you can be so open and how do you kind of have that confidence to be so vulnerable to a bunch of strangers, basically? I, I yeah, really, I think I credit I credit my parents the most um, to uh, for me to be able to do that. I know mom has always been one. And this is actually a video topic that I've been mulling uh, over, and I just you know have to come up with uh, the stories, and it's it'll be a future video. But just how how especially my parents and my mom taught me to. Uh, to share, to share our lives and really the strength that can be found if everybody were just to be open and share honestly about what they're going through that, you know, more than just maintaining appearances, it can really help people. And mm -hmm. I really credit, credit that, uh, that to them. I, I know it's something that um, I think it's, it's a struggle sometimes. I question myself all the time, you know, whether or not I should be showing this like today's video. Uh, with bathing mom it was uh i actually had been thinking about that video for months uh do i want to show this what do i want to show what do i want to talk about and i think at the end of the day it's exactly what you said you know this uh this honesty um it's something that i hope will help people um and something that i want to document for myself because as i'm as i'm going through this process i'm realizing more and more that i keep looking back on you know just situations circumstances that i had uh really wished weren't that way regretted uh yeah almost uh wanted to wanted to stay away from um but now looking back having progressed a little further wishing i could go back to that period of time where i remember regretting it i remember feeling bad about it but now i wish that things were like that again and I keep doing this thing now where I keep looking back and wishing. I wish things were back when, you know, mom could eat. And I remember thinking when I was feeding her, like, oh, this is the worst. I hate, I hate this. Like, this is taking so long. And then, you know, bathing her. I remember thinking back now, like when I first started bathing her, I hate this. Like, why do I have to do this? This is the worst. But now I keep continually looking back and wishing that, you know, we could go back to that. And so instead of looking back, I want to try to get myself in the mind mindset of, living that out now right understanding that right now is all i have and i don't want to go down the road and look back on this moment and wish that things were this way so trying to really cherish the moments in the moment and you know helping everybody else kind of understand that and just telling the story of mom and how she kind of brought me to this point raised me you know and she's still raising me even though she's sick now yeah, and just a, a bit of a comment about your mom's journey too. I remember in one of your videos, I can't remember which one, you were mentioning your mom's dream and goal for her after retirement was to go on some ministry trips and really help those who are in need. And you mentioned very beautifully about how, although it didn't picture out exactly as how your probably your mother imagined it, she really does do that impact with your videos where I, I think there's thousands and thousands of people who watch that, including ourselves, who kind of look at it and really reflect on our own lives and our own changes. So uh, it is kind of a beautiful way about how she's able to still help even in these difficult times. Yeah, that means so much. Uh, thank you, Anwar. Like that, that really was my mom's dream. And, you know, it always broke my heart so much that uh, the two things that broke my heart the most were one, that she wasn't able to do that live out her dream of going on ministry with with my dad and you know serve serve people and and two being able to hold her grandchildren and you know at least that first one you know exactly what what you were saying like i think she's still reaching people and that's why i'm so motivated to keep telling these stories um especially of how good she's been to me and you know all the grace and love that she's shown me because you know that's that's my mom and that's what she would have 
been showing others if she could do it herself. So yeah, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Um, and so you also mentioning before about uh, you were really struggling with living in the present and f completely just justifiable. I mean, the situation you were in, like, that's a tough one to be into. So kind of, uh, and I think we all kind of struggle with that to less extremes. But what would be kind of some tips you would maybe recommend people to help them be able to enjoy these difficult times where, of course, uh, what you do for your mother isn't ideal, but you find some of the joys in it and tries to make the best of what you could. Um, how do you kind of do that flip in your mind to find, to live in the present and enjoy the moment you're currently in? I think uh, a big part of it is one, um, continually, continually reminding myself of, uh, like I told you, those stories, right? As I'm taking care of mom, I'll I'll often take care of her and at the same time reflect on some of my favorite moments with her. And I think it's the continual reminders that help keep me in that mindset of not just looking at the negativity of the situation, but you know, focusing on the time that I did have with her and then the time that I still do have with her now. And it's, it's a difficult thing to do, but to train yourself to not uh, focus on the what ifs, to not focus on what's ahead, just try to, try to not look too far ahead and not too far behind. But using those memories, using those good times to really motivate, motivate yourself. And so um, for me, I, I feel like the luckiest person, right? Because, you know, I have this audience that, that listens to my stories. I mean, these are just some random guy's stories, right? And uh, somebody actually in a comment said it, said it so well, he said, you know, it, it's, it's amazing to me that you know, you're, you're just a normal guy and you live a normal life, but somehow you're able to like relay these stories in a way that like connects with so many people. And I'm just like, yeah, I am just a normal guy. And I, I, I encourage everybody, you know, do the same thing. Um, reflect on your life, reflect on your memories and, and try to use that to motivate you, you know, in the moment. And again, I'm just so thankful that I have this audience that's willing to listen. I mean, just like, you know, thousands of people willing to listen to me talking about like, you know, pooping in my pants. Like, <laughs> it's just crazy to me, you know, and I'm just so thankful. Oh, man. I, yeah. And I think though it's the openness, though. I feel like that's what really makes your channel so unique is this, like, you have all these titles and you read it like, oh, that's clickbait. There's no way that's true. And it is true. Like, you don't lie at all. Like, it's it's exactly what you say in the video. So I think it's that openness that really just gets people, like, so enthralled and so relatable. Thank you. And especially about the titles. Like, I've been trying to dial back the titles a little bit because I realize I'm doing this thing where it's like, oh, clickbait. You know, I, 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 I want to be honest with my content, right? So, yeah, I mean, thank you, though. Yeah, no, I, I could definitely see, like, they sound clickbaity, but when you click it and you're like, wait, no, that's actually the topic of the video. Like, it's actually about that. Thank you. Yeah, YouTube is a different place now than it used to be. <laughs> oh, very, so very much so. But, and I, and I think another thing you were, you were mentioning how you're surprised that people want to hear these genuine stories and the transparency, but I think that, you know, social media nowadays, it's actually so hard to find transparency. And, um, you know, you've even just like as casual as myself posting on Instagram, I'm not an influencer. I'm, I'm just a guy, but I find myself, you know, posting lifts on Instagram and editing them, making sure they look good angles, making sure I didn't post misses. That was something I used to do. And, and then at the higher level, you know, if you're people who are looking for inspiration, they're getting it from people who have filters on, uh, who have edited their videos, who have their makeup on and, and it's showing up only the positives and, you know, and there are a lot of the cliches about living their best life and whatnot. And it's amazing how you're mentioning how blessed you are when a, a lot of people would look at it and be like, like Frank's living such a hard life. How could he say that? And I think your story is like truly it, it I don't think it's possible to watch a video of yours and not at least uh, have some thoughts and and to kind of reevaluate because I, I think you know there's a lot of um instant gratification and and uh, and lack of transparency on the internet nowadays. Oh, thank you, Pat. I, I I'm speechless, you know, it's just thank you so much for that encouragement. It, like it means so much to me because I'll be honest, it's 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 often really, really hard. Um to not try to do that too. And, you know, the temptation is always there to try to make things look better than they are. You know, even with the videos that I make, you know, sometimes it's like, no, let's not film this angle because, you know, 
let's 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 make this look a little bit nicer even like the smallest things right like using a better camera it's like you you just kind of you know made me think about my setup here the camera that i use is the same camera that i used you know 12 years ago so <laughs> i haven't upgraded my <laughs> equipment or anything at all you know and i think part of it is uh one i don't want to have to learn another workflow process but two i i really want to keep it that way because it reminds me that you know this is this is not a production right this is not me trying to uh make things look as nice as possible you know I, although i see other people's videos from time to time and i'm like wow like it would be really cool if i you know maybe got a better camera and had a better you know studio some some lighting and what whatnot but again at the end of the day uh that's that's not what my channel is about you know and i have to keep reminding myself of that because you know like i'll tell you guys again and again the temptation is always there and mm -hmm. especially as the channel has been doing well and growing it's really hard to not look at the numbers and try to outdo myself not try to try to uh be more successful you know but uh, I think for me, it's just really redefining what success is. And, you know, thankfully I have my wife here to remind me of that all the time because I, I, I'm very candid with her and I tell her all the time, like, you know, oh, like channel's doing well right now. Like, I hope the next video can, you know, be, be, be just as good or better. But, you know, lately I've been just so humbled and so floored by the videos that have been doing well, because like the video from two weeks ago, you know, talking about how all of a sudden mom started eating. You know, that one, I was having a really, really hard day and I had no motivation to make a video. We started eating dinner and then that happened and I wanted her to record it. So I would have that as a memory because I don't know when the last time it's going to be that mom is going to be able to eat. And so a lot of these things that I see happen, I'll just have her record for me. And then, you know, looking over that footage, I felt like it was a good uh, touching moment that I wanted to share. And, you know, it kind of just all of a sudden gave me a spur of inspiration. And I threw that video together. It was probably, you know, only three or four hours. Like usually my storytelling videos take me quite a long time. I mean, they might not look like, you know, much, but it takes me a long time to put those together. I just work slow, I suppose. But, you know, I put that video together and I just threw it up, not really thinking that, you know, it was going to get a lot of views or anything like that. But, you know, that video is just doing so well. And I'm just floored by the fact that something that I would have never expected people to watch is is what is what is connecting people you know and it just it really makes me just rethink this whole process like what am i here for what am i doing what is the purpose of me being on youtube and it, i just i just love being reminded of this you know time and time again and the viewership is just you know the support is just amazing on these videos so i just yeah thank you guys so much for for just reminding me of that man so uh, th that's awesome and you kind of were mentioning a bit um about like how the YouTube landscape has been changing and you've kind of been able to see so much of it and all of it kind of growing. And so what do you kind of feel about the current YouTube landscape in general, especially since when you started doing it, it was just a bunch of people, you know, going on, making these fun, silly videos, but now, you know, there's big money involved, people make entire careers off being YouTubers and all that. And um, how do you kind of see the current YouTube landscape being compared to when you started? Oh, I mean, it's just overwhelming now. I mean, back in the day, you know, I, I don't know when you guys started, you know, really, really watching YouTube, but like the interface, right? The interface was so different. The homepage, it would just be like, you know, three pages of most viewed. And it was so easy to get on that front page. I remember getting on the front page in like 2009, you know, on several videos. And all you had to do was get like 20,000 views like the first day or two. And I'm like, yeah. 20,000 views is just like nothing these days, you know? So it's just completely different. But, you know, one, one thing that I, I do try um, to do these days is uh, actually I try really hard to not um, compare myself to what I see. And the only way that I've, I've been successful at that is uh, try to limit the amount of time that i personally spend uh watching youtube channels going down the youtube uh kind of rabbit hole because it's it's super super easy for me to start seeing what other people are doing and then immediately i i get this you know tingling dissatisfaction and then i start thinking you know why does my channel have to be this way when the, their channel is this way and then i could do all these things to kind of like emulate what other people are doing to try and achieve their success again that temptation is always there and so you know 
I really missed the old old school YouTube days where it was just like a bunch of people with their webcams. You know, you had like 480p was the highest resolution and <laughs> yeah. you know, nobody even had widescreen or anything like that. I still remember like the very first widescreen video that I saw was, you know, Freddie Wong, like with the with the black bars on the side. And I don't know if you guys remember, but he took the gun and he was like shooting. He was shooting the black bars and like blowing away and those like turning the video into HD. And you know, it's just like back in those days, it was just so fun. And I feel like the pressure is just so high now. And I see like, my friends who you know have been on YouTube for years, like a decade now, longer, you know, and they're struggling. And, you know, the YouTube landscape keeps changing. They keep catering to, you know, bigger and bigger uh, corporate you know, conglom- conglomerates and companies. And, you know, they're changing, you know, the flagging system. They're changing what content is allowed, what content can be monetized. And, you know, that's why I, at one point I'm just like, you know, I'm glad that, my channel is smaller um and you know i kind of almost on one side wish that it stayed even smaller than it is now because i love responding to every single comment but now it's like it really really hard to respond to every single comment because it's like it keeps growing but you know i just appreciate being able to be separated from that there's no pressure for me to make money off of my channel and so i can put whatever I want out there. I can speak my mind. I can speak my heart and then I can choose not to monetize. And, you know, some of my other uh, friends that have careers on YouTube, they don't really have that, that choice. You know, this is their living. And so, you know, my heart really goes out to them because it's like, you know, if YouTube decides to make a change, you know, it's a sweeping change that affects their livelihood. And, you know, how difficult is that to try to stay true to your content and also to try to make a living and just survive. So, yeah, I, 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 it's just, the pressure is on, you know, and, and I'm kind of thankful that I did take that step away and had my, had my hiatus and went away for a few years and came back now. But um, yeah, it's just, the landscape is so different, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it, it is, you brought up a lot of really good points. And I just remembered about how deep you were into like the YouTube community, especially early on. I, I still remember there was a video of you, Han Champion, and Bart Kwan. And when I watched that, I had no idea who Bart Kwan was. And now he's like one of the biggest creators out there. <laughs> Same. Yeah, yeah, they're doing really well, you know, and I, I see them struggling too, because I think recently they were just talking about having to go to Patreon because YouTube suddenly like, you know, struck down a bunch of their videos and like, you know, go, going back like eight, nine years, you're talking about videos that they probably don't even remember they made and, you know, getting getting these, uh, you know, strikes against them and, you know, having to go to Patreon to be able to to earn their income. And so it's, it's been tough, man. I, my, my heart goes out for them. You know, they got to do what they have to do to, to make a living because that is their livelihood, you know, but it is just very different now. And kind of with that kind of like hindsight now of like how the YouTube landscape is so shaky and you see people getting like the five minutes of fame and then um, it might be fizzling out. You were mentioning before when you in one of your older videos about you deleted your channel, you had a talk with um, one of your engineering managers when you first started your first professional career right, and yeah. he was kind of mentioning this like oh this YouTube thing might not work yeah. out and that was yep. kind of part of your thought process in hindsight do you kind of feel a little better about your commitment to kind of your full-time engineering career instead of just going full-time in YouTube because at least you have that stability especially in these trying times where you're always going to get a paycheck no matter what happens with YouTube you're going to get your paycheck <laughs> <laughs> you know, Anwar, that's a good point. Um, something that uh, I kind of respond to this question a little bit uh, roundabout way, but um, you know, before I would always often think about you know about what ifs, right? What if I had gone and done that instead? What if I hadn't listened to that manager and just gone full time YouTube? What if this? What if that? But because of what's been happening in life recently, I try to really limit the amount of time I spending I spend thinking about what ifs. Um, and like you mentioned, right, things could have gone a million different ways. Like who knew, who knows if, if I had gone and done that, that it would have turned out exactly like we expect. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm huge on YouTube and now I make all my money there. No, like I could have just as easily failed at that. Right. But I think what it really comes down to these days is, uh, I'm just so thankful that the situation in my life is the way that it is now. I, I really couldn't ask for more. Like, I know COVID has been so hard for so many people and, you know, having to adjust to work and so many people losing their jobs and things like that. And, you know, for me to be able to even have a job and not even just have a job, but be able to 
have a job that is stable enough and coworkers and bosses that are understanding enough that allow me to work from home when needed and also take care of mom when needed. I, I really couldn't ask for more. I mean, this isn't even about YouTube or not. This is just about like being able to live and take care of mom at the same time. Like just that alone, I am so thankful. And so, you know, we could we could go a million different ways. You know, what if I hadn't shut my channel down? What if I had continued? What if I had chased after my engineering career, what whatnot? But um, where I am right now, I just could not be more grateful. Oh man. And you know what, Frank, um, as an engineer myself, speaking to another one, I got to ask a question. I had done some work in defense contractors too. What the heck was up with my band cartoons episode one? How did you submit that to some vice president? <laughs> you know, you know, what's so crazy is there are three others that uh, I just haven't posted yet. I, I, I should really send them to you and this is, you can at least watch them. So it I'd love really, to watch them. <laughs> no, so so just just this this was the whole genesis of that. Okay. So it's just like when YouTube was taking off and you know like all these different corporations. I don't I don't know if you remember but like Nike had paid the guy that made the uh, end of the world uh flash animation do you guys remember the end of the world flash animation yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's like fires the missiles you know and like <laughs> uh, i'm retired you know like they had paid that guy to make like this whole website for i think it was adidas or nike and so he had made this whole website flash animation everything in that style and so at at some point this you know the defense contractor that i work for they were just like you know Hey, there's something about this whole viral thing that gets people's attention. And we want to make a series of training videos for our, for our company internally in that style. And so one of my friends just happened to be like, you know, close to like that VP and was just like, Hey, I have a friend who, you know, does YouTube videos and he has some experience with this. So I like, yeah. you know, see if he can help. And so they, they basically pulled me in and said, Hey, so we have this idea to make these vital training videos. You have the creative freedom to do anything you want. Um, <laughs> as long as you work in, as long as you work in these couple of elements. And so that's when I made those videos and, you know, there's like two or three other ones that, you know, I didn't upload. Um, and so they're all in that style. And so, yeah, we were sitting in a boardroom, you know, with the VP with a whole bunch of other managers and engineers. And you can kind of imagine what that what that's like, right? This is this is a defense contractor. Everybody's like, you know, mid forties, mid fifties, sixties, you know, mostly white males, you know, in their suits and everything. And we're like sitting there <laughs> and my buddy is sitting there who got me into it. And you know, we're like, you know, mid twenties, right? And you know watching these videos being displayed on the projector in front of a big room of people and at the end of it people are like oh okay and they're like looking at each other not knowing not really knowing like how to react to it and i was just like well so there it is and so eventually that project didn't go anywhere um it's kind of funny that i think that manager actually or that vp actually got promoted um i don't know if it was because of that but those videos didn't go anywhere they didn't get aired but um, yeah, got a kick out of it. You know, got some hours to like, you know, work on that. So it was good. Well, it got aired somewhere on YouTube. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough. <laughs> one of them did, right? But then, yeah. so, so, which, uh, the one that I uploaded was, I can't remember, uh, was it the Matrix one? It was yeah. the Matrix with like okay. the innovator man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. The, the series of videos were, they were all about innovation, right? It was trying to push the innovation, uh, you know, innovation at work. And they, they had these tools that, you know, would help the people who want to innovate and, you know, uh, have, have patents in their names and things like that. So, there was one of, of a, a parody of Terminator. There was one of a parody of Willy oh, Wonka, I gotta watch that Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and then, and then there was there was one of the Fast and Furious, you know, and I actually animated the Supra and like everything. So yeah, there's, there's three other ones that I, uh, that I have. Uh, I'm speaking on behalf of all Ice One Q fans. We gotta see those. You gotta get <laughs> dig those out, release them. <laughs> I'll be like, I have them. I know where they are on my computer, but uh, just yeah. I'll see what I can do. People will be like, what is this? I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> and so not only is that video great for anyone who hasn't seen it, but it also was kind of significant because that was like the start of your second big break from YouTube. And so yeah. recently, um, about a year ago, at the start of this pandemic, you kind of went back to videos. But what kind of like was the cause of this um, break about three, four years ago? Yeah, I think um, the most recent break was really just uh, a kind of a lack of motivation. Um, 
not really knowing what to talk about, kind of just not really having a direction, you know, and it was easy to just kind of let it go. Um, you know, I had some other things going on in life, kind of focusing on my career and, uh, yeah, just, um, focusing on building relationships, you know, it's just kind of during that period that I event my, I went, I met my, uh, now wife. And so it's just, uh, yeah, a bunch of different things in life kind of took priority and didn't really have a, a strong urge or push to, to really use my YouTube channel to really talk about anything. And so it was kind of easy just to let it sit. Yeah, That's kind of okay. why. Yeah, I, I feel like that made sense. I feel like with um, mm -hmm. your recent videos, you seem to be like a man with a mission now where it's about yes, telling your absolutely. mom's story and like yep. uh, trying to um, give back and like help other people. So I can definitely feel that new phone motivation. Also, why you like your new content is so different from your old one. Yeah, yeah. And you're absolutely right. Like I, um, you know, it was it was because of this whole situation. It, it really got kicked off when I had to go uh, really take care of my parents' finances, take care of their, um, take care of their health, uh, you know, their advanced directives. I had to go deal with their estate plan. Basically I had to step up, you know, I, I had been playing, I had been playing, you know, child for too long and, um, spending all my money doing the things that I wanted, building my cars, you know, having fun, just like, you know, living, living life as a, you know, free bachelor, you know, and just kind of, mooching off my parents essentially i was living at home and i still live at home but you know circumstances are much different now but at that time i was living at home just kind of carefree and you know it was really uh, uh a kick in the butt you know that i had to start paying attention to these things that now i wish i had paid attention to years before if i had just paid a little attention to it you know five six years before then we wouldn't be in this dire of a situation and so, you know, it was just really that, like you said, man on a mission, you know, I, I realized the mistakes that I had made. And if I had just, if I had just, like, I hate those words, right? If I had just done this, if I had just done that. And so I just really felt the strong need to help anybody, right? If just one person could stumble across this video about estate planning for your parents, about planning for your finances a little earlier than, than you, than you, than you might have otherwise, you know, if one person could be helped by this, this would have all been worth it. And so that's why it's just been completely different now. And the content is completely different. Man, uh, the, there needs to, I think I need an Iceland cube channel studying session after this. And that, I mean that in all, <laughs> in all seriousness, there's, you know, I, I've reiterated there's, there's content on there. You can't, you pretty much can't learn in school because even if you learn about those things in school, it doesn't have the context and the examples and the way you portray the severity of, of, of why this is important. Like it's, yeah. And it's an entertaining and, and easy to understand video format. Like, yeah. Study sessions are up. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pat. Yeah. I mean, I totally, yeah. I, you know, it was really what is weighing on my heart. Right. And so each video each week is just what's weighing on my heart and just things that I wish I had done instead. And, you know, the early videos that I made at the start of the pandemic, you know, it was just really the things that just absolutely felt the strong need to just communicate to everybody that, you know, this is the important stuff. If you haven't taken care of this, you absolutely have to, because there's really no time to wait. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I actually remember when you did your video about personal finance and about putting some money in into like a Roth and all that good stuff. Uh, Pat actually messaged me being like, hey, Anwar, I need to start setting this up right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Did you did you have that? I did. Okay, good, good. I yeah. haven't done all the things you said though, so I have failed <laughs> in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so you, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a journey, right? it's a process. So you just you do what you can. Um, but yeah, I just it's one of those things. Like I said, it's uh, I if I had just done this, if I had just done that, right? It's like small small changes now make such huge differences down the road like you cannot imagine and yeah. so it's just like i i really hope that you know people take that message to heart that if you just do something small now and you can do it consistently it's just like anything else that we talk about like working out eating right like any changes that you want to make if you can just stick with small changes consistently those consistent those consistent habits add up and down the road you're going to look back and you're going to be like, wow, I cannot believe that that decision that I made 5, 10, 12, 12, 15, 20 years ago 
made such a big difference now. And, you know, you don't want to be on the other side wishing that you had done that instead. And so, you know, that's, that's really why, why, why I say what I do. That's, yeah. that's a, oh, sorry to cut you off. Like, I was just going to say, that's a great summary of your YouTube career. You started off teaching me and Anwar how to get in shape and and how to take those consistent steps. And then now that we've grown to adults, you're, you're teaching us those kind of the, how to carry those consistency bits and the other facets of life. And yeah, and yeah definitely. Uh, exactly, exactly. You're just growing with us with your content. Soon you're going to be teaching us how to take care of kids and all that good stuff. <laughs> oh, um, man, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but Frank, we are Natty News, and I would hate myself if I didn't ask you about how your Natty gains are doing. Uh, it has been too long since we've gotten a fitness update from you. Uh, we know you've been definitely been hitting the gym, and some of your videos are showing some of your workouts in the background and stuff but i think one of the big questions is with all the stuff going on with your life a full-time job youtube taking care of your parents how do you have time to keep up with like working out and keeping up like your physique and all that yeah i think it's really just um like anything else if there's a will there's a way right you you just have to make time for it and you know i'm so thankful that things are the way they are right now especially with um, me being able to work out in the backyard and, uh, you know, my wife for, for helping so much, taking care of my parents and just, you know, we, we do have the time and it's just amazing that we still do. And so, yeah, I just jump out into the backyard these days. You know, the gym was closed for some time. It's open again, but, um, actually it's a, it's a good segue because I was actually just outside the backyard. Um, I bought one of these, uh, uh, rogue rigs so it's like you know one of those big things that have the pull-up bar and the rope climb and like a whole yeah. bunch of stuff and so um the backyard is going to have that set up pretty soon and uh, i plan on filming you know videos and actually that's a good question for you guys like what type of fitness content because you know I, I don't know that i didn't know that people were still interested <laughs> in seeing me do fitness content and you know i'm, I'm always open to, to content ideas and so you know, I could do, I could do workout videos and I don't, I just don't know what, because I haven't really thought about it in some time, but I will have a setup and a rig in the backyard pretty soon here. Oh man, man. Pat, you look like you're ready to go. Let's hear it, Pat. <laughs> My eyes lit up. <laughs> you realize that the 14 year old of me is thinking about, uh, thinking about how to increase your vertical videos, but um, no, I, Honestly, like I, I would appreciate any videos. And you know, I think many of us who've been watching have have seen your backyard setup. Like I think I would love to just hear about like what your setup is, why you chose the equipment you have. And then um, I'd actually love to hear like on the podcast or in a video, like why you train choose to train the way that you do. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you do a lot of, and I think you've called it CrossFit inspired, but not CrossFit workouts. Um, they're very hard and intense and, you know, I talked to Amor the other day. These are workouts that would kill me if I did, did them once. And, <laughs> and it's crazy how with so much with so much stress, you actually choose to do these very tough workouts. And I'd be interested to hear about, you know, why? Why do you choose this type of training? Yeah, you know, I, I, I've thought about that. Um, I think part of it, part of what makes me able to push through taking care of mom and pushing through these, uh, these periods of high stress um, is partially because I, I have trained that way. Um, I don't know if it's, you know, that way or the other way around, but, um, I'm used to having to push through, right. Used to having to commit for long periods of time. And so, especially even with, with YouTube over this past year, you know, that consistency, I think it really is something that's tied in with that type of training mentality. And so, um, you know, originally I was choosing to do those types of workouts because it was fun. It was challenging, right? I like that challenge. Um, you know, I, I wasn't really, uh, yeah, I, I just really liked being, being pushed to the point where I'm just fatigued, right? It was just very satisfying to me to feel that. And so, you know, ever since uh, I started doing that type of workout, it's just been, you know, in increasing uh workload increasing work capacity and just constantly pushing uh the limit of what i can do um i mean i'll be honest i i'm not you know squatting as heavy as i used to i'm not doing like you know the heavy loads my, my joints actually uh have been suffering have suffered because of it 
But, you know, with what I do now, I'm happy, you know, and I think really uh, the most important thing for any training exercise regimen is do what you can consistently do, do what you consistently enjoy, because the best workout is the workout that you keep doing. Right. And so for me, it's just been that type. And it's just like, I just like pushing it, you know, like actually tell you guys, you know, just yesterday, you know, I hit a PR in one of the workouts that I've been doing for several years now, just like being able to increase my workload, my work capacity, and just, you know, pushing, pushing the limits every single day. It's just something I enjoy. And I think it spills over into other areas of your life, you know, whether you, whether you, you may notice or not. And, you know, the benefits are just amazing, right? All around. Like I used to say in those squatting videos, like you squat, you get a girlfriend, you know, it's, it was kind of like a joke, <laughs> but it kind of, it kind of wasn't because if you can, if you can have the mentality to squat through and like, you know, do, do, do those intense squatting workouts, you know, it really does change your perspective in things that you would otherwise probably not try, you know, it gives you confidence. It can give you, you know, motivation to do other things that you may not have, you know, tried in the first place. And so, yeah, I mean, it was kind of a joke, but really, it really, it spills into other areas of your life. Man, what a true statement about that. I actually, um, me and Pat, we talked about this before, about the main motivation for us to work out is because we were like 13-year-old kids and we just wanted to get girlfriends and be popular and all that stuff. And uh, you start to realize as you get stronger and bigger that the muscles don't mean anything, but it's more so the confidence that you gain from that process, which is the valuable thing. But it's also yeah. kind of like interesting about how um, those tough workouts, the grueling ones, kind of built up your mental toughness to go through these really hard emotional times too. So it's really amazing to see those gains going in a bunch of different ways. Yeah, but I, yeah, I was, I was also kind of curious though because like you can do some big weight, like you can squat, deadlift, push some like heavy weight. Have you ever? Did you ever compete or ever thought about competing? And if not, why? No. Um... I know. I think if I if I were to answer that honestly, I was probably because uh, there's probably some fear there, fear of failure or fear of uh, you know not not doing as well as I had hoped. And um, yeah, I think I think uh, I like to tell people that I just do it for fun, and that's that's true. But I think if I'm completely honest with myself, there is an element of fear. I, I don't like. I often don't like doing things, and this is something that I've I've. I've tried to work on, you know, for a long time, you know, people that people that tell you, you know, you should just keep failing, right? Because if you keep failing, then you learn one, what doesn't work. And eventually, you know, you'll find something that works. Like you, you can't achieve, you know, greatness or whatever without pushing the limits and failing, right? It's, it's that process of failing that, that, uh, you know, Edison and his thousand ways of not inventing a light bulb. Right. But um, I think for me, that's something that I continue to have to work on. I don't compete because I think one, it's uh, it's definitely a fear of failure. Yeah, I, I think that is a definitely a big fear to overcome. But I mean, it, it does seem though you faced a lot of fear every time you go on the camera and being so open and honest about yourself too. So it's I'm kind of surprised to hear that. Like <laughs> when I think of you, I think of a man that's like immensely brave. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you, Edmar, for the vote of confidence. Um, yeah, it's just a. Yeah, I just never really thought about it that uh, that seriously. Um, I don't. I just don't. Yeah, it's not something that I feel like I need to do. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's just it's it'd probably be fun. I, I probably mm. uh, would enjoy it too. Who knows? I mean, I, I might get. I might even get a you know obsessed with it and then and go down that rabbit hole. But you know, that's <laughs> not that's not something that I've explored. So. Yeah. You, you never know you never know i i have a i have a friend who's 46 and i think she started doing olympic weightlifting when she was like 40 or 41 oh, wow. and and uh, i think she's now a international gold medalist in her in in her weight class for her age group oh, wow. and it's and uh you know shout out to janella if she's watching this but but uh <laughs> you never know and it's it's also interesting how different people are afraid of different things you know i'm afraid of things like aging parents getting a job, getting a girlfriend. Um, and to me, actually, competing in sport is like, I, I hide for my fears with that. I'm like, okay, I can feel like a badass for, for a couple seconds here the day. But then it's it's kind of interesting how it's the opposite for you there. It's, that's yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yeah, it's just one of those things where, 
and it, I, I, to be honest, I think this is why. Uh, if you if you've seen that, that super video, you know where I just kept modding it, kept modding it. Um, I I don't like I don't like losing, and so it it often drives me to obsession if I lose. And I think part of the fear that I was talking about there is discovering, um, is un- uncovering that obsession. And that's mm-hmm. I think that's probably why too. I, I don't want to go there because. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what rabbit hole that could take me down. And so I'd rather just, you know, <laughs> leave that uncovered. <laughs> yeah, oh man. Yeah, that's a whole other perspective too, especially since like at this point in your life, I mean, you're recently married, all the stuff going on with your family. Like there's already enough on the Frank table. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that vote of confidence, <laughs> I'll go with your answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a better answer. <laughs> so I got to ask about um, your wife too. And you've included her in some of her videos. How did she, what does she think of this whole process? Like what does she think of like the videos and YouTube and just like all your fans and all of this? You did know, she know she was going to marry a YouTube celebrity? <laughs> Actually, that's, that's funny. Hey, dear, did you know that you're going to marry a YouTube celebrity? <laughs> No, we just talked about this recently, actually. It's kind of funny. She uh, she knew I did YouTube, but then I wasn't very active at the time, right? So this was during that period where I was on hiatus. And um, she has just been incredible. Like, she's been so supportive. Uh, she actually screens my videos um, before I post them. She's the only person that gets to see them before I post them. And, you know, I'll, I'll finish the video sometimes, you know, at 4 a.m., you know, 5 a.m., whatever it might be on Saturday night. Um, and then, you know, she's sleeping. I'll go over there and I'll wake her up and oh, man. grab her and bring her over to the computer. Like, sit down and can you watch this? And, you know, she's like half awake and just like trying oh. to pay attention as she's falling asleep. But, you know, her her support and her advice and encouragement has just been incredible and i've made edits to my videos things that you guys probably wouldn't even don't don't even know about right because you see the final product and you know a lot of those inputs are from her she suggests things that i should change maybe things that could need you know need clarification and things like that and it's just been um yeah she's just been such an incredible help to me not just on youtube but even just with family with taking care of mom you know i was late today because i was trying to give mom a bath and you know mom wasn't really cooperating and we you know she just jumped in and she took over knowing that i had to talk to you guys and so you know she she was the one that went over there to give mom a bath while i while i was trying to join the call so you know she's just been incredible in this whole process Oh, well, oh, we have to give her a big thank you. I mean, that's just incredible. And oh, man, that it's so great to see, have that support, especially in the tough times. And yeah, you were talking about that, especially in, when you were talking about your hurting video and how about it's a little difficult for you to give up things and how your wife, she had to come to this new environment and a lot of this chaos going on and just how about yeah. how amazing she's been throughout all that. Yeah, yeah. And, and just just like that, it just happens again and again, you know, and you know, the only reason that I'm able to take care of my parents the way that I do now is because of her support. You know, she's in the background. She's doing things like preparing dinner while I'm washing mom. She's doing things like doing the laundry while I'm, you know, exercising mom. And it's it's just, I wouldn't be able to do all of that myself. And, you know, without her help, it's just been, she's just been amazing. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, uh, that's a great thing. And I mean, I'm so happy to have you have someone like that in your life. I remember you had these early like relationship videos and all that. Yeah. And <laughs> it's so great to kind of see like, uh, go back to those old videos and then see your current life and just see like, man, young Frank is probably so happy about how everything turned yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> things, things are okay. <laughs> I made it, guys. I made it. <laughs> uh, I'd kind of speak about young Frank and um, some of your old videos. Do you have, like, a favorite one of your classic videos, like, of your old ones? Like, is there one that kind of stands out for like, you know what? I, I hit the nail on that one. That was a good video. <laughs> okay, so I have two. Um, the, the two that I like a lot are uh, the one where I introduce my brother, siblings, um, the very first, that was like one of my earliest videos where I just introduced him. And 
uh, that video just means a lot to me because it's the very first time that I you know, talked about my family. And that video was just so funny because there's this one scene in it where, um, you know, I was talking about how we always competed and everything. And, you know, it was always kind of a rivalry and, you know, we're, we're reciting pie, right? There's a couple scenes of us reciting the digits of pie. And then at the very end of the very last scene where like, you know, I had planned it where I was going to get the last digit wrong and he was going to get the last digit right. And then I told him just, you know, act happy and I was just going to act sad. And then he did this thing where like at the start of the moment, you know, as we were filming, he was just like, yeah, pie, baby, pie. And like that just killed me. Like <laughs> I was editing that video, that clip alone just killed me. And that's definitely one of my favorites. And the other favorite one is... um I talked about going to the optometrist. I think that was the very first one where I kind of just felt like I was uh, in the groove of doing a vlog. That whole video from start to finish took about 20 minutes. It's the fastest video I've ever made. And, you know, afterwards I remember showing my mom and it was one of the times that I've seen my mom laugh the hardest. <laughs> and that just sticks with me so much because, you know, I used to show my mom all my videos after I was done making them, you know, and then, you know, there were times where she'd hug me. There were times where she'd laugh. And that, that was the time. That was one of those times where she just laughed really hard. And that memory sticks with me, you know, it's just like, it makes me so happy to be able to share that with her. Oh man. See, now when I go back and watch these videos, I'm going to think of those beautiful moments. I'm just going to be laughing and get emotional <laughs> from hearing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. I really appreciate. And you know what I really appreciate uh, about you guys too is um I know that you guys have watched a lot of videos because you're bringing up things that I don't even remember like in videos that I made, right? And I made the videos. I don't remember that I made them. And so I really appreciate that you guys like it, I just really can't tell you how much it means to me to to have you know friends like you guys that have that have followed that have followed my videos for so long you know, and, and remember the things that I've shown. And it's just, it's just amazing to me. I just think, thank you guys so much. Oh, I mean, hey, no problem at all. I mean, we have to thank you. Like, those are some <laughs> great, like, entertainments. Like, again, me and Pat, we have a lot of memories of after working out, watching a classic Ice One Cube video. And <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like, yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, when, we, when you first kind of confirmed this with us, I went in and I just binged everything because I was like, okay, I have to make sure I know myself. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much you guys i i really appreciate this opportunity uh, to talk to you guys really it's just like a you know a bunch of friends on a phone call together it just means so much it means so much to me oh man same here um i i did want to actually go and pat i don't think i've asked you this of the classic videos which one was your favorite oh it's it's uh it, it's gotta be how how to lift with ice one cube i I can't, oh, yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> you know, uh, my, my work nowadays, I, I work as a kinesiologist and I teach people, you know, how to lift and all that. And I think that was the video that really took me down the road, you know, to this day, deadlifts, squats, pull-ups, uh, you know, push-ups. And then, and then some of the cool stuff you did, like, like the muscle-ups and the cleans, it was because of you that I tried to power clean the first time. And, you know, I think my friends that see me Olympic lifting nowadays, don't know that i i think if not for that i wouldn't have had that origin and, oh wow and uh and you know to this day it's it's still like it holds up well i've watched it again it it's like perfectly good advice and hey it, it's been such a big part of my life and you know it's, it's something that you really shared and and uh, oh, got man. me on my journey thank you pat i appreciate you so much thank you <laughs> Oh man, I, I was gonna say my favorite was I always loved your music video parodies. Like I think there was the one where it was like um Asian boys just want to eat rice, and I was just watching that all the time, being like, this is the silliest, dumbest video I've ever seen, but I can't stop watching it. <laughs> Especially since like you're just like this huge buff guy, and it's just the dumbest song, and you get like playing puzzle fighter, and I'm like, what? It's just like what it means to be like super buff and strong and all that. <laughs> yeah thank you i mean yeah that, those were those were silly days and you know i look back on them with such good memories it was just you know care carefree days you know where yeah i had no worries back then and it was just my brother and i just having fun and i i really missed that so i'm glad i could make you laugh oh man well so 
Uh, Frank, um, on our show, we do something called the Natty Hall of Fame, and you are one of the few inductees in there. Um, and I know the Oscars are tonight, and there's actually less people in the Hall of Fame than have Oscars. So how does it feel to be more <laughs> influential and famous than Leonardo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep, um, Steven Spielberg? Like, forget them. Frank, now that, that Hall of Fame, that's a prestigious award. <laughs> And, that means so much. Thank you. <laughs> um, being um, a, a guest, well, something we like to do is, as a guest, you can induct someone into the Hall of Fame. So who do you want to induct in this extremely prestigious group of people? <laughs> I would have to induct my wife. I mean, if you bring, if you bring me into this, uh, I, you, you can't not bring her in too because I wouldn't be where I am. And I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing right now. Uh, everything in my life right now without her. So I, I mean, I feel like <laughs> we're inducting her. Is, is she in the room? Could we get? Uh... She is. Do you want her to be on this? <laughs> she says. She says no. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally okay. Here, it's where I want to induct you into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> she says. She. she says no <laughs> all good all good well do you know what we got both mr and mrs wang in the hall of fame congratulations to both of you thank you guys so much <laughs> i'll let her know <laughs> and she's plenty strong and fit too so you oh, know yeah, beyond is. all the positive qualities definitely fits <laughs> definitely all right well we're coming up to the hour uh, actually a little past the hour mark um pat any last things you want to say um no this this has been such a great time you know we thank you for your time we know it's extremely valuable um yeah Anmar, how about you you know what i think i just gotta thank you frank for coming on as well as thank you for all the amazing videos for your classic thank ones you. who were the best to watch after working out and just hanging out with my friends watching and your current ones that make me have to pause every couple minutes hug my mom and reflect on my current life decisions <laughs> Oh, thank you guys so much. It really means so much to me. Um, I, I love this conversation. Thank you guys for having me. And, you know, we should talk more because this is this has been such an uplifting, uplifting time. And thank you guys so much. Oh, definitely. Definitely. No, we'd love to chat with you some more. And we're looking forward. You're going to see us in the comment section for net your video. So we're not going to be too far away. <laughs> okay, <Yep>. For sure. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, um, Natty News out, guys. Natty News out. Thanks, everyone. Hope you all enjoyed this week's episode of Natty News. If you'd like to learn more, be sure to check out our website, www.natty.news. As well, check out our Instagram, Natty News Podcast, and Facebook page, Natty News, if you want to get a bit more natty information.